You're listening to Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast, dedicated to exploring the full potential of human physiology and mind with focus on ancient and modern techniques of self-development. Spend some time with Dr. Nader, who is leading the way in the science of consciousness, and begin your journey to better understanding the relationship of mind and body, consciousness, and physiology right now. In this episode, Dr. Nader discusses with David Lynch what the great sages mean when they say, Know thyself. Do they mean our identity, memories, nationality, thoughts, feelings? That is our changing small self, says Dr. Nader, uncovering what our true unchanging self is. There's a line, know thyself, and it's my understanding that there's the small self, and then there's the big self. And maybe we always, always were and are now and will be the big self, but we don't know it. For some reason, we've gone out into matter and, you know, the field of relativity and gotten lost. And it would be nice to hear you talk about the small self and the big self and what each one of them really is and our search for the big self. The self is when we say, I am David, I am Bob, I am this, I am that, and I have this function in life, I have this desire, I have these memories, I have this history, this nationality, this social situations, circumstances, etc. They are relative. These are what we call the relative aspects of reality of our cell because they change. So relative means they're not absolute. So they are changing all the time. And even though there is a sense of unity that keeps us going from when we were young, uh, we had a notion of who we are, what we are. We still, when we change through the time, the years, the professions that we do, the relations that we have, the memories that we have, we change, all these things change. And even we feel that we have matured, that we see things differently. And yet there is a sense of continuity, that it's that same person that is in me, that was there, that if you compare from the outside, maybe you could recognize, but as the years go by, many things change. And all of this is also ourself, is part of who we are. It's the impressions, the memories, the relations, the thoughts, the experiences, the hopes. All of this is also part of us. So we don't reject that. We are that also. But there is something more profound in the reality, ultimately, of who we are. And that is a universal, absolute reality that is non-changing. And that is the inner self that all the wise people have guided us to find, like know thyself, find the kingdom of heaven within you, And all of these values in Buddhism, Confucianism, the 
Tao and all of this, all saying that the search for the highest value, the search for truth, the search for the ultimate reality is within ourselves. Within ourselves means something that is not of a surface value, that is not of a changing quality, but something that is infinitely present, always there and unchanging, that is the supreme value of life. And that self is not just something that we can imagine or think about theoretically and speak about scientifically, because if you go to science, you ask yourself, what is anything, not just myself, what is anything? What is the tree? What is the flower? What is the planet? What is the galaxy? What is the table? <laughs> what is my, my cat and my dog and everything, anything you think about, even from a physical perspective, the scientists, the physicists in particular recently have been seeking to know where all this comes from. What is this? What are we? What are the objects? What is matter? What is the reality even of the universe? And as they dive deeper into the reality, they find there are molecules and atoms, and the atoms are made out of elementary particles, and the particles are excitations of energy fields, and the energy fields are themselves appearing as different, but as they go deeper into the reality of nature, they get to be more and more unified, more and more unified. And today we have theories of unified field, which is one field of reality, one field of existence, of pure being, that is in fact a mathematical concept of a reality that is in a way non-material, yet it is the source of all that is expressed, the soul of that is outer in expression, and that becomes apparent and manifest through different fields of energy, such as gravity, electricity, etc. And then the combination of the excitations and fluctuations in those fields create what is the elementary particles that combine to create the atoms, that combine to create the molecules, that combine to create the physical universe and its objects in it. So ultimately, even from a scientific perspective, if we ask, what are things, what we are also, even from a material level, we are the unified field. We are that one unbounded field of reality that manifests into all these different aspects. Now, in the ancient tradition of knowledge that we have in every tradition, every great tradition of the world, pointing to that reality which is hidden within, and in the Veda, it is described as a field of pure awareness, a field of pure consciousness. So ultimately, what we are is we are consciousness. We are consciousness in relative ways because consciousness can change. We are waking, sleeping, dreaming. And even when we are waking, we experience objects. When we experience the objects, they 
kind of overshadow our own inner reality and as if we become the object. What you see, you become. You know, you see a flower and what's in your consciousness? It's a flower. So where is the self? That time you don't think of the self. You have to remember, yeah, I am, I am drawn or I am Linda or I am Coral and I am seeing the flower. Then you have to remember, yeah, it's me seeing the flower. But when you are seeing the flower, you're gone. And it's the flower that is there in your awareness. So that relative self is getting lost every time we experience things. And even if we have beautiful experience, then we are happy. And then the self takes that color of happiness. If we have a sad experience or something happens that is disappointing, we are angry or we are sad, and then the self colors itself with this quality, with this shade of color of happiness or sadness or anger. And these are the changing aspects of the self. But underlying this is the absolute self that never changes, that level of pure consciousness, pure awareness, the unified field that we talk about. Now, theoretically, it is very nice, very interesting, it makes sense, but it's not enough. What is really necessary is to experience that. And that's why we have a technique, transcendental meditation, to transcend, which means to go beyond the small things, the small thoughts with which we identify, the things that we think about, the memories, the hopes, the fears, the expectations, and go to where there is an absolute reality, a reality which is beyond change, and that we can directly experience. So it's not only making sense theoretically, it's something that one can actually absolutely directly know, and one knows it not only intellectually, which is one part of knowing, not only emotionally, because one can have beautiful experiences, sometimes a flash of experience can happen, but actually directly experiencing it. So the experience, usually we say knowledge comes through different means, of course. It comes through the senses, which is an experience of objects. It comes through the intellect, through the analysis of things. It comes through the feeling, which gives us a whole idea about where we are, what we're doing in our life, where we're going. But it can also be directly experienced through transcending. And transcending is an experience that is almost similar to sensory experience, but on the inward direction, where mind, the senses, the whole thing, the feeling, the intellect surrender to that just one field of pure consciousness. So it's really ultimately we say it's consciousness experiencing itself and that's why we call it pure consciousness. And that is our true self. That is the true self of everything. And when one we are aligned with that self and we know that self, then life moves and grows in waves of fullness and wholeness and enjoyment and happiness because we know that self is there. So really, it's discovering who we are that makes all the difference in everything we do. And that's why we say the other aspects are called in the traditions, the ancient traditions, aspects of actually ignorance, which means ignoring, not knowing, 
not knowing the self. So we are that, but we don't know it. <laughs> Marishi used to say, you know, if you are a billionaire and yet you have lost touch with the bank, you forget that you have this tremendous wealth, then you live like a poor person. You have limited access to anything, you are struggling, you have ignored, you have forgotten that you have infinity to support you and you are lost into smallness and things that take you right and left. And that is the state of ignorance. The state of enlightenment, which means the state of seeing the light or being in the light or knowing reality, is what you know who you are, that's all. It's not like imposing something or trying to make one believe that one is the self. It's just directly knowing it. And by knowing it, we have access to it. And by having access to it, we have the field of all possibilities because that same self that one is, is the self of everyone and the self of everything. So one is then connected with a full value of total unity on all aspects of life. And then there is no struggle, no strain, no fear, because there is no second to be afraid of. One is one and one is infinite. <laughs> and so there is no second, I am everything. And that is really what brings peace and happiness and strength and fullness in life. And that is why all the great sages have guided us to this very simple thing. Just know thyself. And as you said in a previous discussion, David, and all else will be added onto you. So the rest comes <laughs> as a, the rest, which is totality and which is specificity and which is everything, comes onto you from that field which is everything. That is our true self. Beautiful. You're listening to a very special person, ladies and gentlemen. And it's like I say, my honor and privilege to talk to you, Dr. Nader. And you're just doing great things for the world. And I really thank you. Thanks to you, David. It's my honor and privilege. It's such a joy to be with you and to be together thinking of the highest for everyone. Thank you for tuning into Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast. And if you're interested in learning more from Dr. Nader, please follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.